Obviously, you got to start by thanking the Carolina Hurricanes and, and obviously Tom and Don for, I guess, trusting me with this huge responsibility and one that I'm obviously up for. Um, you know, responsibility to, in my opinion, kind of take their vision and their plan and push it forward with the team and the organization. And um, I know it's a huge opportunity, a huge challenge, but uh, one that I feel real confident that uh, I can do. I want to also thank my family and my friends. I've had, well, I've met a ton of people over the years, been in this league 28 years, and the last day and a half, uh, the amount of support that I've received from players, former players, current players, staff, administration, people that I've met um, over the years, uh, the support they've shown me gives me a lot of confidence to sit up here today and knowing that I can, I can do this. So. Um, without further ado, I just want to say thank you, and I'm looking forward for this challenge. It's an honor and a privilege to work for you, and I think we're going to do great things. That was head coach Rod Brindamore speaking to the media for the first time in his new position. I think we're going to do great things. A little less than a year later, the Hurricanes would knock off the Washington Capitals, the defending Stanley Cup champions, in a double overtime of Game 7 in the first round of the playoffs. The team reached it for the first time in almost a decade. In just a few months, we will celebrate Rod Brindamore's five-year anniversary as head coach. A lot of things have happened in that time. For one, that same year we made the playoffs, and it wasn't easy. They struggled through that first year, but that first year we made the playoffs. We went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. On the way, he's picked up a Jack Adams. He will now be coaching in his second NHL All-Star game. Franchise record winning streaks... Four straight playoff appearances. Back-to-back conference. I'm sorry, division. Excuse me. Conference would, be, would have been cool, though. Anyways, division championships. And it looks like he could win his third consecutive this year. Thursday night against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Rod Brindamore earned his 200th win as an NHL head coach becoming only the second coach to do it in franchise history. The only other being Paul Maurice, who is now only 194 wins ahead of Rod. Give it time. It's actually funny. So, I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but I guess I will. Um, pull, pulling back the corner a little bit. If you follow me on Twitter or, or Instagram or any of the social medias, you saw that I actually wrote a piece, um, a little article, about Brenda Moore's 200th win and I, I, I don't know I probably started actually like thinking about it a month ago but I wrote the article like finished it was ready to publish it after game 11 so we won 11 games in a row and I, before every game I go through the um, game notes um, uh, if you've never seen them I mean it, it's notes on the game every individual players it's it's really helpful when you're trying to commentate on it 
and I saw it was 199. And I knew he was getting close. And I was like, oh, no. So I panicked, and I, I wrote the article that night. I was like, really hope this isn't bad luck. It was. <laughs> it was definitely bad luck. And the Hurricanes lose that night, and then they lose again. And then they lost a third time, and then a fourth time. Now, I don't have to tell any of you as hockey fans, I was blaming myself, beating myself up. Wow. We were going to win every game for the rest of the season, sweep all four rounds of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and win the Stanley Cup, and I ruined it. And the frustration was real on my part. I didn't even necessarily, like, I couldn't be upset with the team. You know why? Because it was my fault. I shouldn't have written the article. So everyone can blame it on me. But I will show you that I wasn't the only one frustrated when the team started to lose. Rod Brindamore picked up his 200th win yeah. behind the bench here tonight. How would you describe what his leadership has meant for this organization? Yeah, it's everything. Uh, honestly, starting to piss me off a little bit. Uh, this four-game skid we had, just not getting that 200th for him. But, um, yeah, you know, he, he's changed the organization completely. Um, we took a 180, especially since the beginning, when I was here in the beginning. And um, it started with him, and um, he, he's our leader. And um, I can't say enough about him. And um, he, he's all the boys love him to death. And um, we're, just, we're just happy to have him as a coach. Don't worry, Brett. You weren't the only one who was getting a little pissed off with the four-game losing streak. Don't know why I took it there. I only want to share one more audio bite, which is from the locker room after Rod gives his final you know post-game speech there's a thousand goal horns because he swears like a sailor because he spent the last 20 years in hockey to set up the scene rod Redmore gives a speech he says no practice tomorrow great job boys finally snapped the losing streak whatever he starts to leave the room and jordan stall starts to yell well i'll let you hear all the boys want to say congrats to our all-star hey! 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 I promise you, whatever you're imagining is so much better if you watch the actual video. Go to Bailey, Bally Sports. Dumb name. Not my point. Bally Sports' Twitter page. It's there. It's incredible. There's a little man hug between Jordan and Rod. It's a good time. Don't miss out. Great achievement by Rod, but let's actually get into the show. Only seven minutes into a podcast. Run the intro. 9,393 days of frustration. And on the 9394th day of NHL existence, the Carolina Hurricanes have won the Stanley Cup. Welcome to Home Ice Advantage. With historical perspectives, modern-day deep dives, special guests, and a healthy mix of good, bad, and or hot takes, this is the best place for you to learn about your Carolina home games. I just want to say thank you, and I'm looking forward to this challenge. It's an honor, and I think we're going to do great things. And where do we go from here, you may ask? Well, first, my voice doesn't sound great. I'm going to get that out of the way now that we're not talking about Brindamore. That's why there was no Wednesday episode. I got over it. I feel better. I just sound like I've been chain smoking for the past 
45 years. A couple things that I was going to touch on on Wednesday, wrote it down in my notes, planned it in everything, but now there's really no point to talk about it. I don't think Dylan Coughlin should play another game for the Carolina Hurricanes, just right off the bat. I'm not normally one to pick on a particular player, but Dylan Coughlin does not fit our game, and he cannot play um, the to the standard that the Hurricanes have. I'm trying to say this as respectfully as possible. It's been nice. I hope he enjoyed his time in Raleigh. You know, better luck somewhere else. I wish him nothing but the best, but better luck somewhere else. I would also very much enjoy the confidence line being put back together. Brindamore did it uh, during the four-game losing streak, but Natchez has been on fire all year. Andre Svechnikov has been on fire all year. In the past 15 games, Kakanyemi's are, are one of our top scorers. I'm just saying, the confidence line right now, straight up lethal. By the way, Max Pacioretty, um, just as a quickie update, if anyone who watched the game against Columbus saw that he left the game and is concerned, it had, well, I shouldn't say had nothing to do with but it was not his Achilles that caused his absence from the game. And Rod said it was nothing serious on a radio show. And that he, you know, was just taking extra precaution, which is good. I want that because there was no point to rush him back into play, especially when we were playing a team like Columbus, who we should have beat anyways. The other really good part about that game, besides the fact that we should have won, was that Freddie Anderson finally rejoined the Hurricanes lineup and started a net and he picked up a win and it was a lot of fun have I said and too many times as long as Max Pacioretty is only out for one to two games if he's not back in the lineup um today actually this will be the healthiest the Hurricanes have been all season with only Jake Garner and Andre Kasha on injury reserve Jake Garner's not coming back Kasha, we don't know. We'll find out. But this will be the healthiest that the Hurricanes have been all season. With Teo Vernon being out, Ajo being out, Pacioretty literally not playing until three, four games ago, Anderson being out for the wide majority of this. We've struggled with health. With, you know, just overall not having a bunch of banked up guys. And we did pretty good. We were also on the road. I know there are things to be cautious about and being optimistic about the season. I get that. But, you know, the key thing here is to be cautiously optimistic about the season. No one is saying, go get a tattoo that says Carolina Hurricanes 2023 Stanley Cup champions. That's insane. Unless it's a really good deal, in which case, get it done. Just don't add the three, because it'll happen at some point this decade. Cautiously optimistic is what you should be. The Hurricanes' schedule going forward will be easier for them to play. And barring anything special, anything unfortunate, not special, they will be healthy the rest of the way. Kakanyemi has finally seemed to have found his game. 
in the three full games Pacioretty played, he had three goals. Just putting that out there. Freddie Erickson again picks up the win in his fourth game back. Maybe, and this is a big maybe, Auntie Ranta, Coach Egoff will find their confidence again. Things, things aren't bad. Things aren't bad. That's all, that's all I want to put out there. Be cautiously optimistic, guys. Yeah, the power play, hot garbage. I don't know if I've ever said that before. Listen, if you have learned anything from me in listening to this show, it's that the Carolina Hurricanes power play unit is hot garbage. Interesting fact. In the last five games, the Hurricanes have more shorthanded goals than they do power play goals. Hot garbage of a power play. And that's fine. I can say that and still say I'm optimistic of what can happen in April. Cautiously optimistic. I almost feel like I've trademarked cautiously optimistic at this point. It might become my word. But cautiously optimistic, guys. That's what we do here. That's what you should be as fans. Hey, I see it too. What the hell happened to Auntie Ranta and Kochakov? They were both playing pretty well there. And then all of a sudden, they were like, no, we're good. All Rod wants to get 200 wins. I just can't do it. Just can't do it. I'm sorry. That's kind of what it seemed like was happening. It's The, the real thing is I blame the four-game losing streak on the hockey gods. Rod Brindamore was close to a milestone. And I don't have to tell hockey fans what happens when someone's close to a milestone. Welcome to the unnatural dry spell that is about to be this next stretch for you. But it's fine. Rod Brindamore's through it. He picks up his 200 win. And Anderson makes his return. To clarify some points in case you don't know, the Hurricanes will keep all three goalies. Do not expect to trade at any point if you think that the three goalie situation isn't working out, they're just going to pit Kochekov back in the American League. I do expect Waddell to make some type of transaction before the deadline. I do not think it will include any of our goaltending talent. And if anything, it's going to be a depth defenseman. And how do I know that? Because Waddell literally said it himself. But I want to end, and yes, this is going to be a short episode. Sorry, voice terrible it's does it sound like it's getting worse to anyone else or is that just my mind messing with me not the point the last thing i wanted to say is if you're listening to this on saturday january 14th anytime before midnight really i need you to do me a favor and i'm, I'm sure as a great hurricanes fan you've already done this but go retweet anything you see with the hashtag NHL All-Star Vote that also includes Martin Natchez. We need to vote this kid in. This is, this is, took it over Kane's Twitter in the past few days. <clears throat> Excuse me. And honestly, if Martin Natchez isn't in the All-Star game, I will freak out. Ryan Hinkle, who covers the team, uh, asked you know, Natchez, hey, do you want to go to the All-Star game? And Natchez said, I'd love to go. It's the All-Star game. It would maybe be different if you go to, you know, five times. Then maybe you want more of a vacation. But I want to go. I would always be watching it when I was younger. One day, I would like to go. 
If you don't log into Twitter and go retweet everyone's tweet, because each retweet is a vote, you're a monster. I just want you to know that. This is a multi-natures all-star game only podcast, which you don't realize is I started the podcast years ago just for this to happen. So go Twitter, retweet at least a thousand times, or you're not a true fan. I was joking. You should be a fan whichever way you want. If you don't want to vote more teenagers then because you have a black heart, that's on you. You just, you know, soulless people. Anyways, as always, thank you for listening to Home Ice Advantage. If you've made it all the way to the end and already already subscribed to the show, you might as well subscribe now. Rate us five stars and we'll be best friends. Follow me on Twitter at Colin Home Ice. Until Wednesday, go Canes.